I watched that Netflix series, Sex Life, and I'm finished it now. And I actually really liked it. Aside from the fact that the cast was hot. Yes, that's the show that people have been talking about with that hot actor from Falling in Love, also on Netflix with Christina Milian in it. And let's just say you get to see a lot more of him in this one, even if only for a moment. All I'll say is Jesus spent a little more time on that one. Anyway, I actually like the plot of the series because basically it's a woman that's a wife and a mom and she's now feeling less sexy, less desired. Her man's having like some arousal problem or something. I don't know. And she's questioning her life choices because things in her daily life are just mundane now, I guess. She left her career to be a stay-at-home mom, and that's been an issue with her finding herself, and now she's missing her ex. It's just a lot, but I like it because it happens every day. Women feel less after marriage and kids. We're usually the ones that change and adapt for everyone but ourselves, and we're just lost in the mix. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast for a whole other day. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast, a podcast where Lola, that's me, a millennial mom, talks to friends about life, motherhood, and everything in between. Every Wednesday, I bring you topics that we all struggle with, whether we're a parent or not. Every stage of motherhood is awkward. Whether you have one kid or six, you're a dog mom, or you feel like your partner's mom, things can get messy. I'm for sure an awkward mom, navigating all the growing pains that come along with millennial mom life. Feel stuck in an identity crisis? Feel like your life lacks direction? Goals feel distant? Well, you're not alone. Tune in every Wednesday as I go through the crazy coaster called life with you. This podcast celebrates motherhood in all forms for exactly what it is, awkward. I'm your host, Lola Nicole. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the awkward mom stage starts now. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hey, hello, how are you? I'm Lola, and welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage. If you're back for another episode, thank you so much for supporting the show. Today's episode, we're talking all about the differences between self-esteem and self-confidence. Just like many others for the longest, I assumed they were just two different words with the same meaning, but people often confuse these two terms. Many assume they're simply just two different words with the same meaning like I did, but this actually isn't true. You can have a lot of self-esteem and minimal self-confidence, and the opposite is also true as well. I'm actually working on both my self-esteem and my self-confidence because over the years, they have both really taken a beating. For me, it's been major life changes like kids, marriage, a move, stress, work, finances, etc. A lot has played a part in diminishing my self-esteem and self-confidence. But now that I'm trying to build that back up, I figured this would be the perfect topic to discuss this week on the podcast because I've heard many women in different groups that I'm in talking about how their self-esteem and self-confidence has since taken a shit. Having both self-esteem and self-confidence is important. You'll be more successful. You'll be happier in general. You'll be happier with yourself as well if you can cultivate both qualities. So first, let's see how self-confidence and self-esteem are different so we know which one is which. Now, self-confidence is situation-specific. You can have a lot of self-confidence regarding your ability to do makeup or host a party or to play a sport. 
you can simultaneously have zero confidence, self-confidence in your ability to dance or sing. Self-confidence is the amount of trust you have in yourself to do a particular task well. So if it's something you're not too confident in your ability to do, you know, said task, then your self-confidence or the trust you have in yourself to do that task will be low. While self-esteem is the general impression you have of yourself. So self-esteem is a form of self-love. It's how pleased you are with yourself in general. You can have a lot of self-confidence and very little self-esteem. And again, the opposite can also be true. Self-confidence is also easier to build. Self-confidence is the result of preparation and success. For example, if you prepare well for an upcoming test or a presentation for work, you'll have confidence in your ability to do well on that test or during that presentation because you prepared and did what you needed to do to ensure that you had the knowledge you needed to complete whatever task. When you have a history of doing well at something, you'll develop self-confidence in that area. So once you start killing presentations and acing tests left and right, your self-confidence in that subject or for that task will grow and become higher. Meanwhile, self-esteem can't be built with achievements. Self-confidence can. A wall full of trophies and awards can really boost your self-confidence. However, it may do very little for your self-esteem. You can be great at something without valuing yourself. There are many things that I'm great at and my confidence in being able to complete those tasks is high because I've done them and perfected what works for me. I'm a full-time body waxer by trade, so my confidence in giving someone a great wax is high because I've been doing that for seven years. Now, if you ask me to give somebody a tattoo, my confidence is going to be on the floor because I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. So that would be how to decipher between self-confidence and self-esteem because confidence comes from the ability to complete a task or do something well, while self-esteem cannot be built with achievements at all. Practice giving speeches until you're good at giving them and you'll develop confidence in that area of your life. But when it comes to building self-esteem, learning to love yourself more will help you build your self-esteem, which I know is easier said than done. I'm working on it daily. I used to have high self-esteem and high confidence, but life has since, you know, kind of worked a wedge in that. And now my confidence may still be high in certain areas, you know, with things that I do. My self-esteem has been really low and struggling because it's a part of self-love and really loving and being kind to yourself, which I also need help on. It's also needed when you're trying to manifest the things you want in your life. like. Last week's episode when I was talking to Madison about how to start manifesting things and so, and if self-esteem plays a part in your manifesting journey, which yes, it does. If you don't love yourself and have confidence and believe in yourself, then what are you what you're manifesting is the opposite of what you want. While you may say I'm manifesting to have a great career and marriage and, you know, whatever, it may be in the back of your mind that you have no self-esteem. And you don't really think highly of yourself at all. You have negative self-talk and stuff going on. Therefore, you're really still manifesting things you don't want because that's what you're really actually focused on in the back of your mind. Learning to love yourself and building your self-esteem is definitely going to be the key to a huge and important part of growing, manifesting, and living a happier, healthier life. So now that we know what self-confidence is and how to build it, because 
that part is pretty easy and self-explanatory. The more you practice, prepare, and learn how to do something, the higher your confidence will be. And it's generally faster and easier to build your confidence in something because it's all, you know, a learn and perfected skill. But let's look at some ways to help build your self-esteem since the self-esteem part is harder to build because it's also about undoing healthy habits and thoughts and negative self-talk and all the things others have said to you to put you down. Self-esteem is definitely easier to tear down than it is to build up, that's for sure. But these few ways should help build your self-esteem with, you know, repeated use until they become habit or second nature to you so that you can both have high self-esteem and high self-confidence. Hey y'all, Lola here. Hope you're enjoying the show. If you haven't already, it would be so great if you could leave a rate and review so I know how I'm doing. Don't forget to check the show notes for links from today's show and any other information you may need. There's also some great books listed, our Facebook group link, and you can always follow us on Instagram at the Awkward Mom Stage for updates, reels, clips from the show, and more. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. So you'll want to identify your values and use them to guide your decisions. Like make a list of your values and refer back to your list often. I did a list of 10, my top 10 values. Some people have like top 20 values, but I like to take keep things pretty simple. It helps me stick to creating or correcting habits in a less intimidating way for me. You don't want to overwhelm yourself ever because it will affect your outcome in a negative way for sure. You're not going to want to do it. Just think about the changes you can make to your life to live according to your values. Failing to adhere to your values is a leading cause of low self-esteem. So write down some values and just try and stick to those. Stop trying to be perfect. Reject perfection, okay? Nobody is perfect. If you're trying to be perfect, you're going to fail every time. If you consistently fail at living up to a standard, your self-esteem will suffer. Lower the bar to something achievable and give yourself the chance to be pleased with yourself. Obviously, that doesn't mean just lower all your standards because you're too high maintenance. It just means stop trying to overachieve or to make more work for yourself. You don't have to be perfect at everything all the time. And honestly, you never will. So you're just going to be exhausted trying to do so. The sooner you learn that, the faster your life will become better because you aren't stressing yourself out as much over things that you literally cannot control. You can start to volunteer. Spend some of your time each week helping others that are less fortunate. This is a great way to show yourself that you're a kind and giving person. You can find an organization that serves a cause that you feel empathy for. Or if you can't donate at, you know, at a time or right now or because of work or your schedule, you can always do something for others, you know, especially less fortunate. So find a shelter to donate to or a good cause. Helping the less fortunate, especially strangers, and knowing that you're helping them out and you expect nothing in return is the best feeling because you're helping someone else get back on their feet or start their life over while simultaneously boosting your own self-esteem because helping others really can help boost your self-esteem and makes you happier, helps boost serotonin. It's a whole, you know, circle effect. Just be nice to yourself. Manage your self-talk. 
if you spend all day insulting yourself, it's tough to feel good about yourself. There's no way to permanently shut down your inner vocalizations, but you can manage them. Stop yourself when you notice negative self-talk and turn it into something positive. Like if you notice that you're looking in the mirror and just nitpicking or like, oh, I don't like this nipple or my, you know, whatever, or talking about all the things you hate about yourself, stop yourself and say something you love about yourself instead. Like look in the mirror and be like, oh, I, you know, love the freckles on my face or whatever. Just say something nice about yourself, man. When you feel yourself start to become negative or speak negatively about an activity or a project you're doing or you're not doing well on, stop, take a break, think about the things you're good at and focus on those. Get help with what you aren't getting and move on. Every day isn't going to be rainbows and sunshine. There's always going to be bad days and times where we get negative or think negative or say something negative towards ourselves. The key is when you notice it happening, you stop it and try to turn it around. Say something positive. Think about something that will make you laugh. Watch something that will make you laugh. I love comedy. It's one of my favorite movie genres. So anytime I'm feeling low, I just watch one of my favorite movies. Something that I know will make me laugh and help bring me out of the funk that I'm in. Whatever you need to do to get yourself out of that negative headspace and back on a healthier thought path, do that. So though we've learned that self-esteem and self-confidence are different, and you can have one without the other, it's way more powerful to have both than one or the other. You can be wildly successful with just self-confidence, but your successes will never make you happy or satisfied because you still have low self-esteem, and that means you don't really think that highly of yourself. Your achievements mean nothing because you still don't feel worthy of what you have or what you're trying to gain because your self-esteem is low. Both self-esteem and self-confidence work together synergistically, together to create life experience that can be duplicated in any other way. So you want to focus on, you know, building your self-confidence in the areas that serve you, like what you want to do in your life, for your career, your business, etc. Then you want to build your self-esteem so that you can love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself or believe in yourself, then nothing that you're doing matters because the one that's supposed to make happy is you. And if you aren't happy, then it really doesn't matter. Self-love is important and detrimental to your health. And honestly, both mentally and physically, it's just important. You can't feel sexy or confident or ready to conquer the world if you have low self-esteem. It's just not going to happen. Therefore, your mind, your sex life, your relationships, your business, your career, all of that will suffer at the hands of low self-esteem because it's much more important than people like to, you know, want to believe for so long. I also think especially for women, it was an issue for a long time because women really started to speak up and it's, it's still when a woman is confident and has high self-esteem, like when she loves herself and she feels sexy and has no problem letting the world know. A lot of time the world tries to dull her shine and that's a lot of women as well. They're like beating her down or she's a slut or she shouldn't do that or like how dare a woman want to be seen and heard. It's outrageous. You're a woman. You're a mother. You're, you know, blah, blah, blah. Every step of life, women are being told to be less than, to shine a little less, to be a little less intimidating around men. You know, how are you going to get married? Fear of intimidating others. Don't be too aggressive. It makes you look like a bitch. Don't wear that past your age, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? 
it's 2021 and it's time for women to stop being afraid of loving themselves or wanting to be sexy for loving sex for smoking weed for loving money or wanting more from life or their partners or whatever the fuck they want focus on you and what you love and building yourself up anyone who doesn't want you to be who you are shouldn't be with you or around you anyway let's work on our self-esteem and if you need to work on your self-confidence as well it's not going to happen overnight for either of them but your confidence and whatever you're trying to do will quickly build the more you work on it your self-esteem it's going to take a little more time to build but day by day it will get better hey y'all it's lola here host and producer of the awkward mom stage podcast and let me tell you hosting and producing this podcast is not easy I had no idea what I was doing, and I still kind of don't. Don't tell anyone, but I don't. Buzzsprout has definitely been there to help me along the way, from hosting to helpful videos on what to do, how to edit, where to go, how to get music, you name it, they let you know how to do it. And their Facebook community is even more helpful. So let me tell you now, if you're a podcaster or you're trying to start a podcast or you have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They've got everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius, and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested, you can definitely click the link in the show notes, and it will take you to Buzzsprout, and they will walk you through everything you need on getting your podcast up, running, and ready to go. Now back to the show. I posted on the Awkward Mom Stage Instagram about the four ways to boost your self-esteem. So you can really use those to, you know, kind of start the roadmap to help building that. So let's see. I said that you can use positive affirmations to change your self-talk, which you can write down some affirmations. You can say affirmations. I used to say uh, four positive affirmations in the morning and four positive affirmations at night about myself. And I'll say those every day. And that will kind of, you know, help have some positivity going throughout the day. Or you can write down some affirmations and put them somewhere where you can see them every morning. That usually helps a lot of people as well. You can remember your past achievements. So, you know, when you start to feel like you haven't accomplished anything at all, you can sit back and think about things you've accomplished in the past. This will help you remember, you know, at one point you thought that that particular task or job was impossible or would never end and you got through it and you achieved your goal. You can redecorate a room or give yourself a makeover. I don't know how many times I've feng shui'd a room or changed around the furniture or cut my hair or got extensions or whatever to change my appearance or to change the appearance of my room or home. It happens. Sometimes getting the bad juju or memories out helps to, you know, move on. So if that is what you need to do, definitely try that one out. Or you can surround yourself with positive people. You need good support in your life anyway and in your self-esteem journey. So you want people around you who are going to lift you up and encourage you and like people around them rather than being a negative and unsafe place for, you know, you to be yourself. Now that we've really broken down the differences between self-esteem and self-confidence, I hope today's episode was helpful in distinguishing the difference between the two. For me, knowing that they are actually two different things helps me a lot in feeling less overwhelmed with needing to build both. 
it was easier for me to build my confidence. And I also realized I already had high self-confidence in certain areas because, again, confidence is more in your ability to do something than when I realized it was actually my self-esteem that was low and needed the work. That was helpful, too, because I could just focus on that more, which was also blocking my ability to manifest effectively. Because, again, you need the right tools and information if the experience, you know, is going to work out for you. Well, that's it for this episode, y'all. I hope this has helped you learn and understand more about the differences between self-esteem and self-confidence. Knowing the difference has helped me in focusing on building mine so that it can match my self-confidence and the things that I do. I hope this helps you figure out which one you need to work on and which one you already have a lot of. Don't forget to check out the free Facebook group for the podcast as well. It's slowly growing. Definitely join the group and invite your friends as well. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you haven't already, please rate and leave your girl a written review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Let me know you're listening and you love it. If you want to share the love, simply screenshot this episode, tag me at the Awkward Mom stage on Instagram, and share it on your stories so others can find the podcast as well. I'll reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you'd like to donate to the podcast to help with behind the scenes, or you just want to buy this hot mess mama a coffee, you can do that as well with the buy me a coffee link. If you're loving the show and you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, send me a DM or an email and let me know. I hope you're all having a happy hump day. And if it's not Wednesday when you're listening to this, I hope you have an awesome day. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page where you can follow and find information on next week's show and any updates for the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday for an all-new episode. I hope you're having an awesome week. Happy hump day. And always remember you're beautiful. Lola. Lola.